Hello everybody, this is Kelly Brooks with Mission Tabernacle Outreach. We hope you're ready for another journey into the book of Acts. Today we're going to be taking our scripture from Acts chapter 20. Get ready as we embark on more of Paul's exciting missionary journey. Last week we talked about the mob that felt threatened by the teachings of Paul. Today we're going to begin after the uproar has ceased. Paul called unto the disciples and embraced them. He departed to go to Macedonia. He was responsible for caring for the churches of that region. He had thoroughly covered those parts, teaching them the word of God. The Jews laid wait for him as he was about to sail for Syria. There were Jews who planned to kill Paul. He had purposed to return through Macedonia. When Paul entered into Asia, he had many men accompanying him. They tarried at Troas. During the Passover week, they sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread. It took about five days to sail. They stayed there seven days. They came together on the Sabbath to break bread. Paul preached to them. There were many lights in the upper room where they gathered. This would have been the church of Troas. There was a man named Eutychus. He sat in a window and fell into a deep sleep. He fell down from the window and it killed him. Paul went down from the room and fell on him, embracing him. He said to the people, Trouble not yourselves, for his life is in him. Jesus raised the boy from the dead. Paul went back up into the room and broke bread. They ate and talked for a long while until the break of day. Then Paul departed. They brought the young man who was now alive. Luke and the other men then sailed to Essos, about 40 miles from Cape Electum. They intended to take Paul, but he decided to walk. He wanted to be alone, probably to spend time with the Lord. Paul met with them at Essos. They then went to Mytilene. That would have been about another 40 miles by ship. They sailed the next day over into Chios. Then they arrived at Samos and tarried at Trogillum. The next day they arrived at Miletus. It was quite a journey. Paul had determined to sail by Ephesus but not dwell there. He longed to be at Jerusalem for the day of Pentecost. He knew the trip was going to be difficult. He in haste was trying to arrive at Jerusalem. When Paul was at Miletus, he called for the elders of the church at Ephesus. They came to him. It would have took them a couple of days to arrive. He told them, You know from the first day that I came to Asia, after what manner I have been with you at all seasons, serving the Lord with all humility and with many tears and temptations which befell me by the laying in wait of the Jews. The Jews were constantly plotting against Paul, just like they did Jesus during his earthly ministry. He then continues his speech. And how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and taught you publicly, and from house to house. Most of the churches during that day were in houses. He explained to them that he had taught the Jews and Greeks alike. He taught repentance toward God and faith toward Jesus Christ. He was then going bound in spirit to Jerusalem. He did not know what to expect on his journey. The Lord had showed him there would be difficulties, but he did not know what they would be. Paul stated that none of those things moved him. 
His life belonged to the Lord. He only wanted to finish his course with joy. He just wanted to preach the gospel. That is what gave him joy. He had faithfully preached the gospel. He knew that would be the last time he would see the Ephesians. He had delivered the word of God as God had led him to do. He did not hold back anything. Paul sent out a warning to the pastors who had come to meet him from Ephesus. He addressed them as the overseers the Holy Spirit had made them. They were to feed the church of God that Jesus had purchased with his own blood. Paul told them that once he departed, wolves would enter the flock. Men would come from inside the church, speaking perverse things to draw men to follow them. He told them to watch and remember he spent three years in tears, warning them of what was coming. He warned them of false prophets and false teachings. He turned them over to God and the word of his grace, which was able to build them up. He told them they would be given an inheritance among all of them which are sanctified. He was not after their money or their monetary things, such as apparel. Paul worked to support himself. He was a tent maker. He told them to support the weak. Jesus said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. He kneeled down and prayed with them, knowing this would be the last time. They all wept and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him. They were sad this would be the last time they would see him. They then accompanied him to the ship. You know, if you work in ministry work, we are facing these same challenges still today. There are wolves who try to enter our flocks. They would like to draw men after them instead of Christ. You will know them by the fruits they bear. You must be grounded in prayer and in the word to be able to discern this type of deception. The preachers in Paul's day supported one another. They upheld each other in prayer, uniting together. This is very hard to do today. It's hard to get ministers to congregate with other ministers. It seems everyone is too busy. There is strength in worshiping together. If you are facing challenges in the ministry or feeling discouraged, I want us to join together in prayer today and give those burdens to the Lord. If you are lost and undone, I want us to pray for your salvation for you and your family. Let's pray together. Dear Jesus, we come to you today. God, I know that there are ministry workers out there, God, who are discouraged and downhearted. I pray, God, that you lift them up and unite them together, dear Jesus. You tell us that there's power in many with prayer, God, where two or more are gathered. You will be, God. I pray, dear Lord, that you just strengthen them and unite us as one, God, so we can preach the gospel of your kingdom. Dear Lord, if there's one out there today who doesn't know you, I pray, dear God, that you will just prick their hearts, convict their spirits. And I pray, dear God, that they will just say this prayer with us today and invite you into their heart. Dear Jesus, we come to you today thanking you for all you've done. Thanking you for life, God. Dear Lord, I pray that you infiltrate our souls. God, forgive us for our sins. We accept you as Christ. We accept you as Savior of our life. God, give us strength to walk day by day, Lord, and fulfill your purpose in our lives. In your name we pray. 
Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's study in the book of Acts. We would love for you to join us each week by searching Mission Tabernacle Outreach at www.kingdomrock.org or by visiting Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Google, or Pandora Podcast. Please continue to pray the Lord will lead us into the highways and byways to lead souls to Him. Thank you for joining us. Have a great week.